0: music mm-hmm. Hey, Star Wars fans and Rule the Galaxy fans! Welcome to Bagels with Ben. That's right. That's the special title we're calling today's episode. It's uh, you know, I don't know when you'll listen to this, but we're recording on an early Saturday morning after the release of Episode One and Episode Two of the Kenobi series. So, with uh, with us waking up early, we thought we'd go Bagels with Ben since he's going by Ben in this series since Obi-Wan is a name he has not heard in a long long time anyway it is Joe in the pilot seat and we are actually having chapter 140 140 of Rule the Galaxy again it's a special episode it's our review of the first two episodes of Kenobi called Bagels with Ben and um I'm starting it off real quick as Alfie has some things tied up at work. Man, that man works a lot of hours, and uh, D Doc is having some internet problems, so D Doc will hop on in a moment. So, as we start, as usual, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RuleTheGalaxySW. Uh, follow us on YouTube and Facebook at Just Rule The Galaxy. Follow us on TikTok rule the galaxy podcast and um, if you want any cool rule the galaxy merch hats sweatshirts t-shirts so on and so forth um, go to etsy.com type in all caps rule the galaxy one word no spaces rule the galaxy all caps for your rule the galaxy gear Um, i will let you know I i wish i was more on top of what's going on on star wars celebration but I have been super swamped with work on Thursday, um, being down at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on Friday, and so I'm playing catch up, like many of you are, who are not at Celebration right now. Um, maybe next Celebration, the Rule of the Galaxy crew will be there. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll cross our fingers and, and hope that happens. But to all of you who are out there, who are taking in all the sights and the sounds of Star Wars Celebration hope you're having a great time uh keep sending and and posting all those pictures on twitter and instagram and facebook and everything else about um the star wars celebration it's it's great i loved ddoc's rant the other day on um why not stream the whole thing uh you know if we can't be there i get it but man there were some great things going on that a lot of us could not see uh, until we got snippets much later on, and I get it that's you pay the big bucks so you can do that, but not everybody can break away from work, not everybody has the financial means to do that. Sure would be great to just have that going uh, and listening uh, throughout the day while everybody's out there having a great time. So um, as we wait for DDoc to hop on, I'll let you know, um, I, I couldn't be happier about Kenobi. Uh, I'll just start in and talk about it a little bit while we're while we're waiting for him to hop on here. I think in our preview show last week, Alfie and I were discussing it, and to have people who have been a part of the Star Wars community for 45 years to finally see some things like this brought together to to fill that void, that gap, and and to you know be fortunate enough to have a, a perfectly aged and timed out Hugh McGregor and uh, other actors and actresses to to make this happen could be happier about it um, I personally have not jumped into the uh, internet kind of stuff uh, you know about about uh, whether people liked it or not um, i tell you what I liked it that's all that matters um, you know if you like it great hope you hope you enjoyed it if you didn't you know that's okay as well everybody's got a different view on on what they uh think about um these shows but and uh sorry to stutter along here but i'm getting messages that i'm trying to get uh, people to write links to be on the show and all that kind of stuff so um, maybe even joey let's see if he can hop on here um but but as far as kenobi overall it's it's what i've been looking for Hugh McGregor is one of my favorites the, the character of Kenobi he and Luke are my two favorite characters uh, and so to see basically a transition from the prequels to the original trilogy so well done so cinematic this is what I've been looking for uh, I've enjoyed the Mandalorian I enjoyed the book of Boba Fett uh, obviously I love season seven of, of the Clone Wars and, and surprisingly, enjoyed Bad Batch quite a bit. But this is the one. This is the one that I was looking forward to the most. And uh, so far, I can say after two episodes, it has not disappointed. Um, but but uh, you know, right here next to me, if you're watching on YouTube, I've got a couple different versions of Kenobi. I've got my 1978 Kenobi uh, with his blue lightsaber from Kenner, which one of my favorites right here with the brown robe, everything like that, and my, my holy grail, the one I looked for forever and finally got the Kenobi that was the, I think, Walgreens exclusive when the Clone Wars armor, which, I mean, there's not, in my opinion, a better better uh, figure than that, six-inch black series, and um, so we'll, uh, we'll go from there, but um, I'm waiting for D-Doc, Joey might hop on, again, Alfie, uh, had some work complications to where it kept him from being able to be on. Uh, so we'll just kind of roll with it from here. Um, and and I love that all this goes on on a Saturday morning when, uh, you know, we've got the race weekend here in Indianapolis. So it's a busy, busy weekend, and everybody's going all different kinds of directions. Um, until they get here, I'll kind of do some reviews of my own. Notes on my phone. While I was watching it, I was typing in some notes. I personally thought the refresher course for everybody, I mean, obviously there's fans like us who love everything to do with Star Wars. We know what's going on. We know how the prequels worked out, how they ended, how the, the whole transition occurred from Obi-Wan and Anakin meeting on Tatooine to, to uh, Revenge of Sith to now. Um, and gosh, while I say that, I've got to admit, Joey and D-Doc, but I thought it was great to, um, to have that flashback and show you through everything that was going on. Hey, um, here we go. There's D-Doc and Joey looks like he's hopping on. Guys, we are going live today. So we're, we're, we're live. We're hot mics. I've been, uh, I've been doing my best little monologue and, and ramble session here. But uh, D-Doc, I see you're here and up and going. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, yeah, I'm excited to do a morning podcast
1: uh i I wanted to rewatch the episodes last night and I wound up falling asleep on my couch at like nine p m so I did not do a second watch of the episodes, but they're still pretty fresh in my mind
0: it's uh that's that's fatherhood right there man you know mm-hmm. being being a being a parent being a husband sometimes you just get you get worn down and that's it you just drop where you are so uh, yeah it was
1: one of those nights so I, i'm i'm happy though i feel very refreshed today so it was a good night to fall asleep early
0: understood hey i like i promoted earlier i've got my uh i can't even see it on there yep my vanilla latte with oat milk joey's gonna make fun of me that's my typical go-to but strange brew those guys are great we plan on doing a show live there sometime uh i was talking to him this morning gave him some uh rule of the galaxy stickers for the for the shop there and everything like that so it was a good morning to say the least um and now my wife's out busy working on the pool to get ready for race weekend to have people over at the pool today so fun day at the Molineros um joey are you with us yeah you got me i do have you okay good good um nice. i i didn't see you on there so you must be mobile and that's okay um
2: hold on oh here it is. That's there we
0: go oh hey there be safe now mr motor speedway guy (laughs) um so before we even start into kenobi i'll just say this d doc you saw the tweet joey i know you showed me the sneak preview jack harvey the driver in the indianapolis 500 who is one of my favorite guys now that's who i'll be rooting for tomorrow when i'm at the race even though he's starting towards the back um that helmet if you haven't seen it on the internet yet his helmet is by far one of the coolest things I've ever seen uh, for the the race, and it's it's basically Kenobi, Vader. It's got all the logos. It was approved by Lucasfilm, right, Joey? Didn't he have to get approval by them? Yeah, he
2: had to, and I'm pretty sure they used one of their artists or designers or or, or what have you to to do it. So it came out looking as fabulous as it did. But yeah, that is a uh, that is an official uh, Skywalker Ranch, uh, Lucasfilm, Indy 500 helmet. Um, and it's good to see you because we know that George is a big uh, F1 guy. So, uh, we love having, uh, George and the, and the Star Wars presence, uh, and the real greatest spectacle, uh, that resides in Indianapolis with IndyCar. Uh, so that's, uh, very exciting and, and, uh, definitely Jack's what a, what a lad that guy is, like he says about all of us. So, um, I'm so pumped that everybody saw it. I said last night, coolest 500 helmet of all time. And uh, I really believe it.
0: You got it. You got it. Well, um, it has been great spending time down there with you. Obviously, it's hectic for your lifestyle, but it's been good. Um, hey, we, we all got a chance to watch uh, Kenobi yesterday. And, and I'll just throw it right out there. I was saying before you guys hopped on, I thought it was very cool and very important for the casual fan, that they did the preview, not the preview, but the the warm-up by going all the way through the prequels again to get everybody caught up to where things were and why they were the way they are in Kenobi. Did you guys love those scenes?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but even as a diehard, I just really appreciated it because it just made me nostalgic for a bit, and took me back and just kind of got me in the right mindset. So I, I, uh, I think it worked out for both the casual and the diehard.
1: Yeah, I think it gave you that, like, holy crap, this is really happening. We're really <laughs> about to continue this story, uh, you know, of these guys you grew up with. It, it really it really was pretty epic the way they started off, too. I love the way they cut it up. It almost looked like a little bit enhanced. I don't know if it's just because modern technology, 4K, whatever, It did get me thinking, though, like, how cool would it be if they if they did a remaster of the prequels eventually, Mm -hmm. even though even though stuff in them is damn good for their time. I mean, I don't know. Did get me a little excited for that. So it built the hype.
0: Agreed. Um, Well, uh, you know, I think D-Doc, Alfie and I, we made some we made some predictions uh, earlier this week about the show. One of them was, would we start off seeing Inquisitors or would we start off seeing Obi-Wan? And I think D-Doc and I both predicted we would start off with Inquisitors, which we did, um, which was cool. Um, and then Alfie made the call that he thinks Obi-Wan would be at work in, the, in this show. And Alfie was right on that one as well. Uh, to see 10 years later, Obi-Wan happened to go to work to make a living to pay for his, uh, well, and give his EOpie some food and everything like that. Um, I thought that was really cool. So uh, I'll let you guys start in. I I mean, honestly, I've stayed off of Twitter, Instagram, all this stuff to get people's views and opinions. I know that I personally really enjoyed the show. And so I'll let you guys just start in on, um, you know, we start off with Inquisitors, we go to Obi-Wan at work. What were some of your thoughts to start this show off? You want to go ahead, Joey? Sure. Um.
2: Yeah, so... I watched the first episode a couple of times, and first viewing, it was a lot of excitement and everything, and then it kind of wore off into like, all right, this is, they're setting up a lot, slow, it's the first episode, you know, we're 10 years later, we're introducing all these timelines, stories, characters, hated the chase scene on Alderaan, um, but I did really, really enjoy uh, how hidden um, Leia and Alderon was. Uh, for all the promotional items. I mean, you know, all of a sudden a few minutes in and we're uh, getting to see, um, you know, the beautiful planet of Alderon and, and, and something that we've wondered about, you know, I always felt bad because first time we're introduced to it, it's just blown to smithereens. And then now we actually get to see how awesome it looks. Um, and I do love the Leia character. I love how they write her to have that kind of attitude and, uh, um, quick wittedness that we see, uh, when Leia's 19 and the new hope. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Like I said, chasing was a little cheesy for me. It felt like book of Boba Fett over again with just kind of like low production. I was like, uh eh, I don't, eh, whatever, but I'm not going to get bogged down by that. Um, and then, yeah, I watched episode two last night and I, I, I really, really enjoyed episode two. Um, I, I, I love the, the hunt factor, um, kind of felt like some Mandalorian. where We had all the, the bounty hunters going after one prize. And I mean, no spoilers, but Ryan McGee said it yesterday, live from Carb Day. That last, the last 10, 15 seconds of part two, uh, that makes it all worth it. and gets me super hyped for the last four uh, episodes of this show. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, and I I pretty much uh, I'm, I'm right mm-hmm. on with Joey there. I mean, you know what I was thinking is, you know, as far as production goes, I, I wonder if a majority of this show's budget is going to be saved, because obviously we they've teased that Vader mm-hmm. and Kenobi are going to fight each other at one point. And that's what I was thinking. I'm like, maybe maybe they're really saving some of that stuff for like. I don't know, just those bigger scenes, because I mean, the the production value of the mm-hmm. Order 66 scene in the beginning of the show was great. That was like movie quality. But then like some stuff looks like TV show. Some stuff looks like movie. You know what I mean? I, I wonder mm-hmm. if it's going to feel kind of chopped up like that, you know, because Adam Bray had tweeted something um, saying, you know, th- this is the first test for Disney to see if they're going to make a TV show that looks like a movie. And I agreed with him when he said that. I'm like, I'm curious to see that too. And right now I feel like it's like one quarter movie quality production, three quarter TV show. I'd say.
0: Completely understand. And, and I, you know what, hopping in there talking about our previews, I completely jumped over. A huge thing was seeing that order 66 seeing live clones, not digital clones guys actually in clone armor uh in in the jedi temple um and that blew me away i was so pumped to see that going on i'm i'm actually glad we didn't see anakin come through there i don't want to see that i don't want to i want to wait and hold on to that instead of his his entrance being as anakin during that that time frame but did you guys feel like there was any any importance to that group of younglings right there or is that was that like hey these are the these, this is showing you that this group got away, and that's where some of these Jedi, you know, that we're going to talk about and see in future episodes, uh, or was that just me thinking that?
1: I I, I think it's got to be honestly, because I mean, I think we're going to get some Reva backstory, and I, I wonder if it's going to relate back to that scene. I don't know, but I that's yeah, I there's, there's got to
0: be some importance to it. I I'm, I, I'm almost. I'm almost... <laughs> Sorry, I'm almost of the opinion that, that Reva was one of those younglings and then she had to go hide in the gutter, as, as the Grand Inquisitor talked about earlier, and was told plenty enough lies, um, and I think Joey's getting some Long's donuts, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, real um, <laughs> motor speedway race weekend experience here at Long's on 16th, live uh, uh, in live, so live, I'm gonna live. Order these and I'm I'm gonna hop off real quick, and you I'm gonna call back in.
0: You got him, man. Um, so, but, but I, I, I really felt like that was part of the that had to be it. You, you can't just throw that out there, right, and leave it mm-hmm. where it's like that had no importance whatsoever. Um, I didn't check and see if Nari or Nari with the three tattoo lines who shows up on Tatooine. I couldn't tell if any of the younglings. Were him or not um but but uh so that was a huge scene seeing the inquisitors come into tatooine show their their importance show their intimidation to all the people there uh that was crazy um i think what they cut off the lady's hand right there in those first few scenes right that was wild that was
1: a that was a <laughs> i let out a holy blank when that happened um, <laughs> well yeah and you know you know what, too, they also established Reva right away where she's just like, I'm not messing around when, you know, the Grand Inquisitor was questioning the, you know, the restaurant owner. She's sitting there just like, quit wasting your time. I'm throwing a knife at him. And then and then the guy stops it with the force, you know. That it, it was I, interesting.
0: I, yeah, I thought that was absolutely great. Um, you know, you, that scene was really cool. Uh, and I thought seeing that Jedi just hide back there and throw his hand up to block that knife that was a great scene um but i think right from the get-go we're seeing revis kind of she's off the chain a little bit like she's yeah. she's like really like i'm i'm in deep and i'm deeper than even what the implicit grand inquisitor is so um i think it was good to lay out that storyline from the beginning because really the rest of the way through episode one and episode two you you could tell you could feel she's she's just she's out there she's really uh you know what, up against the wall right there. So, Yeah,
1: uh, her life is consumed
0: by Kenobi. That's all she wants is to get him. Ten years later. So um, some little things that stood out to me to start. um, The the Tika Jawa, great scene, I thought. I thought that was just so great, telling Obi-Wan how he smells bad. Uh, He's got a friendly little relationship with him. Uh, He's got the toy, the T-16 that Luke plays with in A New Hope. I mean, Easter eggs right there. Just great. And then, I mean, Star Wars with comedy is, if it's done the right way, is great comedy. And when, you know, oh, my whatever is broken down. Oh, I got that part for you right here. Can can you maybe clean it after you steal it and bring it back to me? I mean, that I thought was really great humor. And then I'll ask you, was the Jedi belt Obi-Wan's belt that they found out in a ship somewhere? Or was that? naris who was being run around in the dunes right there i i didn't know which one that was
1: yeah i'm curious i'm curious about that one i i I wonder if we will find out that at one point i'd have to look back and and you know zoom in on some photos of (laughs) uh, obi-wan and watch that again but um like you said i mean that comedy in that scene was great because you know, the first, uh, what what would you say? Like the first five minutes of Kenobi was just him, silence, working, going, going about his business. And then that's the first dialogue you get from him is this little funny conversation. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And I hope we get to see him, uh, that mm-hmm. little Jawa again, you know.
0: You know, I, I've always said, Obi-Wan had the best lines in the prequels. He always had the one-liners, the zingy little things. Um, and I think he's going to keep that going through here uh for for this series um absolutely matter of fact he kept some of them going even with leia you know he had um he had some zingers back and forth with her she she was zipping off some zingers at him and he was responding right away um i thought it was really interesting we go back into you know anakin had nightmares in the prequels um book of boba fett he kind of had nightmares in his trances when he was you know in the back to tank and here's obi-wan having nightmares from things that happened 10 years ago as well. Uh, So that's definitely a trend going on in the Disney Plus series here. And then he wakes up
1: and immediately calls to Qui-Gon and Mm -hmm. you're just like, oh my God, like you just feel terrible, you know, because here he is, uh, you know, going from being the uh, Jedi master to calling on his master again, Mm -hmm. because he's pretty much lost, you know, it's like he's trying to, He's trying to put this, you know, Jedi thing aside and just, you know, my, my job is just to watch Luke now and he can't really escape it. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's like when he had that interaction with, I, what, what's the Jedi's name again? Who was on the run? I forget his name already. Nari, Nari. I believe.
0: Yeah. N-A-R-I. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's where you get that trailer line of, you know, we've lost, it's over, you know, yes. and it, it was sad to see that version of him in that situation just say, like, no,
0: just give up,
1: we're done, you know.
0: You know, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it definitely was reminiscent, less angry, less grumpy Last Jedi version of Luke, beaten, yep. broken man, you know just it definitely felt that way real quick the shirt you're wearing right there yes yep. um and also you mentioned it the master Qui-Gon I think we were all on the edge of our seats when he said that we thought here it comes we're going to hear we're going to hear Liam Neeson's voice come back and say you know relax Obi-Wan patience Obi-Wan you know we got, and it didn't and I'm like man they're setting us up for later right they're setting us up for later it's got to be that way um i don't know i don't know
1: i I, uh i definitely from these first two episodes i definitely caught the vibes that they're gonna make us wait for stuff that we want especially because you know i know i'm jumping around all over the place here but at the end of episode two you think he's gonna pull out that lightsaber and spark it and it's like we haven't seen him spark his lightsaber Mm -hmm. yet we want to see that qui-gon possible force ghost show up you know we wanted to see maybe uh a new live action flashback of Anakin and him, but we're not getting those yet, you know? And right. I do think we will, especially with them establishing the dreams.
0: It's, it's so funny because a lot of people, when they talk about the prequels, they'll say, oh, you know, Phantom Menace was a little slower and it took it's so much, you had to get into things and, you know, kind of chew things up to get to them and all that. I feel like they're doing the same thing. And I feel, you know, there were 10 years from Phantom Menace to um attack of the clones right there here's 10 years from vengeance to this and so and there's you know nine years or whatever to a new hope so i think they're they're the first episode or two was laying the groundwork it was it was that backstory it was putting you in the place where you're going to be and i think these next four episodes that alfie mentioned it they're going to be the meat and the potatoes of of this series right here um that's yeah. just my opinion i, I hope that's what falls through. Um. follows we we then you know we then switch to alderaan and we see what a different life that leia is leading and and what a you know just the little touch points that make you see that she's a little bit of luke uh, a little bit of anakin a little bit of padme she's similar to luke she's you know there, there's different things like that but you know here she is a princess she's she's got this royal life but you know i as soon as she climbed that tree it reminded me of Luke climbing the tree in Book of Boba Fett when he took Grogu to the top of those trees and just started looking out, right? So it popped right in my head. and I'm thinking, well, heck, that's Luke doing that. Here's Leia doing that. And I thought, wow, I mean, the, the, they're connected even though they're all that distance and lifestyles apart. So, yep. um, Lola, I, I, Lola the I, droid, too. I, I, not yeah. to cut in, but that they, they gotta be making those toys out very soon. Anyway, go ahead. Oh,
1: yeah. Did you, did you see the Hasbro release of uh, those on, um, <clears throat>
0: Has lab that's no, I've heard, I, I saw snippets, but I haven't dug into it yet. I figured if we had time at the end, we get it, but it, did they have a Lola on there?
1: Yes, they did. They have like a higher quality one that really okay. looks real. And then they have like a kid's version one, you know, that's like plastic toss it around, break it, do whatever <laughs> you want with it. So um, I, I, I honestly felt like Leia, the Leia storyline is almost like the Grogu moment of this show. Because I did not see, Mm -hmm. you know, Leia being the main, uh, one of the main characters of this show. I thought we might get a flash of her and see what's going on. I did not envision that, you know, the first two episodes would revolve around her, you know, being kidnapped and Obi-Wan having to go find her, you know. And I think, I, I do think that she'll probably be by his side a decent chunk of the third episode. I mean, we'll see, but
0: he's got to get her home yeah so yeah um, yeah that ought to be interesting and I have no problem with it I mean I, you know I, I think I think that's great I think it's it's a good it's more backstory um obviously now he's away from Luke so you got to wonder if there's anything going on there um I, I thought the scene where Riva was trying to break Owen was fantastic Star Wars that of course, we saw the line of like you trained his father, which everybody saw in the previews, which was gut wrenching, you know, almost destroyed Obi-Wan slash Ben listening to to him say that. Um, throwing the toy back at him. Gosh, that was rough. Um, but but then to have him be looking over to the side where Obi-Wan was thinking it's I could I could finish this right now and say, I think there's a Jedi right over there and be done with it. Right. And just he could quietly go on and raise Luke as a farm boy. Um, but he didn't, and he, he didn't do that. But man, I don't remember if it was you or if it was Alfie that said, we're going to see Owen Lars in a totally different way by the time we get through this series, and it's going to be like the Snape character, uh, Severus Snape, because we think he's a jerk, but really he just has Luke's interest in mind the whole time. Absolutely. Joey, we were just talking about how Riva. Was threatening to kill Owen right there in the middle of uh, Tatooine. We thought that was a great scene with Owen.
2: Yeah, that was a little, a little intense. <laughs> no, that was like Reva, man. Jeez, <laughs> like I get it. You're on the dark side. My God, you don't have to prove a point. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I've been talking with you, Dad. I, you know, I the the casting of you as as Obi Wan is is all time right i mean right a lot of good castings but joel edgerton is, as uncle owen is just absolute money and uh i i really hope that um you know he was heavy in the promotional materials heavy and in, and in, in all the the teasers and everything and you know i had a pretty big role in the first episode really big role in the first episode uh i'm hoping that that's not um that's not going to stop. I I hope that he is continually uh, weaved in somehow uh, because I really enjoy uh, seeing him play um, uncle Owen. So uh, it is funny though. They, 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 did the old, the loop-de-doop, you know, they had all these promo items of Tatooine and uncle Owen and, and uh, Luke, you know, baby Luke, not baby Luke, but, but little kid Luke. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, the show's really about uh, Bail Organa and Leia. So. Uh, so you, I take it.
0: You mentioned Bale, and there's something sentimental about me seeing Bale, Organa, Jimmy Smiths. I think, gosh, if there's a guy that really has bought into a character and is more important than a lot of people give credit for, you see that relationship with him and Leia. And being a dad and having daughters, You, I get it. I see it right away. You know what I mean? You, you're like, yeah, no, I, your mom – probably ain't gonna like this that much but you know i'm i'm here i got you you know i mean i felt it i feel that character right there and i so i just love when i see bail little i love the easter egg of C 3po there with um with bail and leia at that that gathering between families and i wrote down a note during that time frame and i said besides bail and her mom Le- leia's family sucks um <laughs> a bunch of rich snobs who could care less about anything at all and all they were worried about is lining their pockets from the Empire and being above other people. And and I thought that was well, well played out even in the simplest forms right there in that show. Um, And also Baal Mintz is chasing Purgle. Weren't Purgle, were those the whales that were in Rebels? Isn't Purgle the things that took um, uh, Ezra and Thrawn away at the end of Rebels? You'll see that d soon enough but I could have sworn that's what those were if I'm wrong on Purgle somebody let us know out there but anyway um, what did you guys thought about the Alderaan the, the uppity family members uh, and then and then Leia being captured by none other than a member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers which yeah was great <laughs> I did
2: hear those rumors about, about Flea being in it I didn't realize that he had that big of a role which is cool and interesting. I mean, you know, they're pulling all sorts of people in for this. I mean, not only are they bring it back to the originals and, you know, Jimmy Smith's, <clears throat> but you know, uh, O'Shea Jackson, um, that, uh, what's that guy's name? Who, who was in part two, uh, the fake Jedi guy, the comedian, the,
0: Oh, um, he, Haja. Yeah. Uh, Haja was, uh, Haja, right. But
2: I can't remember him. I mean, he's a, he's a well-known comedian and yeah. an actor. Um, Yes. I mean, they're really they're like we were talking about the production value and a few scenes, but it's like they're not they're certainly not holding back on casting. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that money's going there for sure. But again, like I said before, I went into longs. I mean, uh, <clears throat> we all, we've all just known Alderon is this uh, earth looking place that we see for a moment uh, that gets just absolutely blasted. Um, right. And and now we, we get to see the full fledged. And, and I, I think it ups the ante. It shows mm-hmm. the even bigger risk. Like it really, really shows how much of a risk it is for Bill Organa for Leia to be low key, um, you know, in bed hand in hand with the rebellion, because apparently everybody in their family and on the planet, their planet, like you said, uh, is like, Hey, we're, we're, we're getting rich. We're getting fat checks and, you know, we're not really too worried about it. So, um i i enjoyed that part
1: for sure i i thought it was funny i mean for all of the trailer dissecting and you know i i thought it was going to be tomorrow morrison you know when when uh the inquisitor's saying mm-hmm. you know where is he and it turns out to be flea from the red hot chili peppers you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, um,
2: I, I, th- I i thought that too
1: Another another funny thing too is I saw um, someone compare Alderaan to that meme of uh, you know this is what society could look like if you've ever seen that meme uh, on Twitter <laughs> where it just shows the little future place and it definitely yeah. does kind of look like that. So it does. Yeah, it's it right. interesting.
0: Um, so we we see we see Leia uh, Leia we see Leia get kidnapped. <clears throat> we see that that beacon go off to Kenobi which has not gone off in 10 years which he's freaked like looking over going wait a minute I'm not supposed to hear this and then Bail Organa Bria and Obi-Wan all talking and right then the broken bin comes out I'm not I'm not that man anymore I'm not that Jedi and you really feel like holy crap what avenue is this going to go down right is it going to be Are we going to see this broken one and somebody else going to have to save the day? What's going to happen? And then we then he sees right after that coming back from work, Nari, that Jedi hung in the in the courtyard. So we've we've seen a hand cut off and now we've seen somebody hung. So it's getting dark. Um, And then to see his his beacon at his homestead show red that something's wrong or somebody's there and it's Bail Organa has made the trip from Alderaan to Tatooine to talk to him. I mean, just worlds colliding. It feels so good to bring that prequel stuff back together. Uh, but to have him talk him into it and see him leave for the first time, leave Tatooine um, in 10 years. I mean, right then and there, you know, okay, that was the backstory. That was the, the preamble. Now we're going to get into it. And, and to see him swipe the chip and boom. He's off on his way, and that's how it ends with lightsaber, which, by the way, lightsaber buried in the middle of the desert, just like he told Nari to do. Lightsaber wrapped up in cloth, just like Ray did with Luke and Leia's lightsaber in the Rise of Skywalker.
2: Yeah, I did. When when he said to go buried in the desert, and then when he went and, and and got his own, I was like, okay, they're setting up <laughs> 10, 11, 12. <laughs> they're setting up the promo already. Hey, we've seen it. You, you, the lightsabers can be buried in the sand out there and uh, you can go find them and dig them up. So I, yeah, I did, I was definitely feeling that for sure. And um, yeah, I, I mean, she's the, the, the first two endings and by endings I'm talking about, like I said, like the last 10 to 12 seconds of part one and part two, mm-hmm. I've just been absolutely killer. Um, you know, I think part one's been out long enough and it's not as much of a woe as part two. So I won't give away part two, but, you know part one where he's you know kind of you're like thinking he's debating should i go should I? and then all of a sudden he pulls away you know his cloak and he to get his little ticket or whatever his pass to get on the transport and you see the lightsaber that was like a that that was a cheer moment you know that was like a, oh hell yeah let's go a few claps and uh let's get on to the next one so they're really knocking those out for sure yep
0: Doc.
1: Yeah. And you know, you know, what's funny, too, is I actually did a uh, group watch with my buddy when I watched the first episode. And um, he's a Star Wars fan. You know, he's watched the movies and stuff, not everything. And he was just like, is that the box that Ray found the lightsaber in? And I'm just like, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, with these timelines, my brain gets scrambled. But I mean, do you think that's a possibility that that's the same box that Ray finds the lightsaber in or no? i mean that's what I like I, I confuse myself with that stuff
2: well you know or, or it could be or it could possibly be like now i just said that well
0: well she buries yeah. them in cloth only she now. buries them in
2: cloth but then she also like uh where luke has leia's lightsaber that's right. in like box too right so maybe there's you know there's passing this thing around
3: yeah, because when she finds
1: it, and um, when she finds it in um, uh, Maz's um, place, it is in a box,
2: isn't it? Or no,
0: it's in it's in a chest.
2: Yeah, okay. it did seem to look a little bigger, but I don't know. I don't really know. The scale size, that right? I mean, it could be. But I think that'd be cool.
0: Either way, I I love the symmetry, and they're balancing it back and forth quite a bit on on how these things can happen, and what's happening, and how you bury these and. You Don't know, you love how there.
2: when that happens in Marvel movies, like everybody's like, oh,
0: the synergy,
2: oh, the connectivity. And then when <laughs> it happens in Star Wars stuff, they're like, fan service.
0: Oh, god. <laughs> how annoying is that? <laughs> um. Yes. Okay. So we've, hop- we've hopped into the second episode. All right. Here's Ben. He's on uh, Dayu. Very cool planet. Like Alfie and I were talking about, it looks like, like Hong Kong or – you know, Tokyo or something, just everything all right on top of each other, all the neon lights, everything. He sees, you know, he's asking questions. The clone veteran in the 501st gear because it's got the blue on it. So the 501st were the ones who were with Anakin. And to see that clone veteran and to see that it's Tim Morrison playing that clone veteran, just, that was freaking great. And have him look at it, and you could tell he was taken back and just it was bringing memories and thoughts back into his head. That was awesome. Um, did you guys have any thoughts on that at all? Did it spark anything to you guys?
1: Well, we weren't wrong that we were going to see uh Tim Morrison in that <laughs> uh scene, you know, and, and as far as the setting goes, it reminds me of a uh, blade runner, honestly, and in, in, in that world, it, it definitely kind of looks like that. Um, which is a movie that I've watched the first half of still and never finished the whole damn movie. I, I, that's a violation on my part. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was a hit in the fields moment. It
0: really was. I have someone trying to hop in. Let's see who this is. I have no idea who it is. That's really weird. Um,
1: yeah, no, I,
0: you're right. I didn't think about, I didn't even think about, um, that movie, Blade Runner. You're right. It looked a lot like it. Joey you mentioned earlier, uh, the fake Jedi, Haja. W- w- again, comedy done the right way in Star Wars is done well. When he was doing that empathy slash I'm a Jedi slash oh, I need the credits. Oh, you know, I thought that stuff was great. I thought that scene, I mean, I wasn't sure what to expect of him, but honestly by the end of the second episode i really like that character a lot
2: yeah same i um, yeah I, at first i was worried <clears throat> if it was gonna get too like cheeky and humorous and everything but I, I really think after the first introduction to him uh that you know when he comes back and he, he helps obi-wan and um and and leia uh <clears throat> i really think that they found a, a good balance of this guy's funny. He's a, he's a, a humorous character getting that Star Wars humor in there, but also, um, yeah, you know, he, he, he can do a job and he's worthwhile and, 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 you know, he means something. So yeah, I, I'm with you at first it was a little like, okay, uh, I don't, you know, this is, this is good, but how long are we going to keep doing this thing? And, uh, and then I think he really came along. So I think with the promotional items with him too, like, that's not a one-episode hitter there. I think we'll see him again.
0: That would be good. Hey, we, had, we have Alfie Molinaro who just hopped in here. Alfie, we've been going for a little while, um, and we've, we've bounced from – we're talking into – we're all the way into the second episode now. We're talking about Haja and different things like that. Let's just get a recap from you, things that stood out to you, things that, uh, that you liked, things that you were a little questionable of on, uh, on the first two episodes of Obi one Okay, can
3: you hear me? Yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. Uh, I really liked the tone in the visual of the series so far. It really seemed to fit, you know, in that space, a a real good representation of what Ben Kenobi should be right now. I don't know. The only thing that's off a little bit for me is the Inquisitors. Uh, I think it'll take a little bit to get used to them. It just don't look right to me uh the one brother should be a lot bigger
0: he he was uh, hulking in in rebels yeah you
3: right you know i it's kind of the reading thrawn and then seeing thrawn so <laughs> i think it'll be fine but it'll just take a little bit just throws me off a little bit when i see them sure i uh, get it oh ov- overall i really like the series i really really liked the young Leia I thought that was pretty well done
0: I my my wife Lori watched it with me last night I I had watched it already but I wanted her to see it she I could tell she was laughing and giggling at some of the zingers that Leia was throwing out there right she she really liked the 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 sassiness of Leia right the intelligence level when he turned to her and said how old are you I mean he knows how old she is but I mean you know, he, he was just shocked at, at how adult like she was in some of her statements. And I, we didn't mention it earlier, but just another kick in the gut when he looks at her and says, You remind right. me yeah. of someone.
3: Oh, yeah, that, that one, yeah, hurt a lot. That, that, that
2: did get me too. That did get me.
0: Um, yeah.
2: and I was thinking, like, I while he was chasing her around and, and, and leading her through, uh, Dayu, I was like. I was trying to put myself in Obi-Wan's shoes, you know, like that. I mean, the last time that he saw her was, I mean, yes, he was handing her off to uh, Bail Organa or whatever, but the last time he saw her was when Padme's passing away and he's giving birth and she's this, this infant newborn right there in his arms. And so I'm like thinking of what he's like, wow, this is, this is my old friend. This is Anakin's daughter. This is Padme's daughter. This is that little baby that I was there to help birth, you know, like, right just a just a lot of emotions going on through that and um man it's so wild that we're getting to see it you know it's really cool
0: um look i I know we're not hitting all the key points and i know we're going to keep the show not super long so i uh, for listeners we're we're just giving an overview and this is it could go much deeper and we could probably do an hour-long show just on each episode but we just wanted to review the overall scheme and, and format of the show and and the timeline and everything like that so if we if we bypass something we'll, we'll catch up on to it later but um we we go right from haja we go to him searching we go to the the drug factory basically which was a great scene i felt like i was seeing breaking bad ozark and kenobi all in one right. episode right um and then reva does her thing again where she bypasses a grand inquisitor she starts saying get the bounty hunters after him let's squeeze him so here he's got these bounty hunters chasing him. He's chasing Leia. Bounty hunters chasing him. The, the four Lom lookalike, which, Alfie, you know the name of it again. I forget. Um, one Jack, I think. One Jack. Um, but I thought it's Something like that. One of the key scenes, and we, we don't think about it. Deduck mentioned holding his lightsaber later on and how he doesn't ignite it. To go along with him leaving Tatooine for the first time in 10 years at the end of episode one. He has not used the Force except to try to communicate with Qui-Gon in probably ten years. So the struggle and the, the the pain that he was in to try to save Leia when she falls was huge. It was like un. It was like opening Pandora's box, right? Like he tapped back into the Force. Dude, and- you know what
2: I thought was going to happen? I honest yeah. to God, for a second there, I was like, he, he's gonna fall. He's gonna fall asleep like Grogu. Like he, oh. he's, it, it took so much out of him. It's been so long that he's gonna like black out for a minute. I, I, I really thought that was gonna happen. It's okay, it that didn't. But I was like, oh, here we go.
0: That that's a good call. I didn't think about that, but you're right. It, uh, the struggle was there. It could have happened. Um, but I thought it was very cool. I thought besides not lighting the igniting the lightsaber, that scene got me where was like, he's he's opening himself back up again. I mean. He's yeah. not holding himself off from the force.
2: Doing a great lead-up, like I said, at the end, the very end of part one, we see he pulls back the robe, the lightsaber's there. Very <laughs> end of part two, he's got the lightsaber in hand, it's getting ready to, you know. So it's like, oh, it, it, we're baby stepping it, you know. But what about Bob? Baby stepping to the lightsaber, right?
0: Where? The first
1: person I thought about in that scene was Andrew Garfield in uh, Amazing Spider-Man too. When uh, when uh, Mary Jane is uh, oh. falling and he can't get her. <laughs> you oh. know, I, I was like, I was like, don't hit your head.
0: like. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's a good call. Um, where do we stand on Reva stabbing the Grand Inquisitor? Because in my brain, this happens before Rebels, obviously. And the Grand Inquisitors and in Rebels. Is this something to where he can survive this kind of things or do we replenish grand inquisitors one at a time just backfill them you thoughts on that you guys
3: it was a convenient way to get him out of the story for a little bit okay i mean obviously he can survive darth maul survived um it's star wars if you want them to survive they will um you know I saw it and I thought the same thing you did. Wait, he's still alive, so you can survive that because Qui Gon got stabbed in almost the same place, and he died. But you know, it's just a plot device to get him out of the story for a little bit.
1: Well, well, didn't di- didn't they show the Grand Inquisitor in the trailer when they're at the base? I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on that, but I'm just I, I feel like he was there when they were all meeting at that inqui- You know what uh, i i remember alfie said Fortress the name Fortress Inquisitoris. It. yeah there you go I, I would i would have to look back on it but um <laughs> you know uh twitter every like you know i, I don't want to go into too much on twitter i guess but people are just like he's not dead you know there's the, I, I would the inquisitor heal in the rebel show cuz that's what i i read someone say that the inquisitors could heal themselves in the rebel show but i don't know
0: i know he launched himself there is force a power healing form blew up so um, you're right there's force healing so but I don't think he's going to be pissed <laughs> yeah I Joey any thoughts on the, on the inquisitor being stabbed
2: oh I mean I when it first happened it was, it was like oh damn and then as it was happening and same thing same thing as you guys I was like wait a second you know I, 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 just, I just was doing the timelines in my head so same thing um, yeah, I was going re- to result or, uh, resort to Alfie on that one. And, and I, you know, uh, I would say that's probably going to be what it is. You know, he, Oh, Whoa, I thought he was stabbed. He just left for dead there on daiyu but you know, maybe one of the other brothers or whatever was able to corral him and, and, and help out enough time off screen. And then, then part five is going to come back and Murk Reva, you know, I don't know. So, um, yeah, well, it was like a dang. They're really trying to. Ma- I mean, this chick is dark. She is really, really evil.
0: She's, she's messed up. She's
2: hanging people. She's wanting to kill <laughs> Owen and his family. She doesn't even know this guy at all. She just like picks him out of a crowd and is like, "Yeah, you and your family dead." And then, uh, you know, she's chopping hands off people. She. I was like, "Jeez, there." What happened to this chick in her childhood? Why? Why is she so pissed off after she ran away from the Jedi Council?
0: you know i don't know Back i i think ending. we we all joey hit it the the big ending scene for the last 10 seconds of episode one the big ending scene at the end of episode two where she said oh he knows he's been looking for you he wants he wants you know us to find you obi-wan i was, was, was a little
2: vader-esque herself huh yeah. i was getting some return of the jedi vibes there I,
0: what are your guys thoughts on that? Because they, D-Doc, you called it. D-Doc said, I think he'll find out because I asked him in the preview show. When do you think we'll find out about Vader? And D-Doc said, I think they're doing two in a row. So at the end of episode two, we hear that Vader is alive and that he's he knows that and, uh, Obi-Wan's still so out there. Called it on the nose. But, uh, Alfie called Obi-Wan going to work every day. And, and D-Doc called that where do we stand? Like, you guys are hosts of a Star Wars show. It's incredible. <laughs> where do we stand on this? I mean, is that, is that going to shake him too much, or is that light the fire inside of him to where he knows he's now got to save Leia, get her back, and get Luke training? I mean, what, what's this going to do, you think?
3: I mean, how great. the whole dynamic of the show. Go. Yeah, go ahead, Alfie. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Because it becomes Vader versus Obi Wan. That's the rest of the show that's why they had to get these two episodes in first to set the story then go uh to the vader versus obi-wan stories side of it
0: i agree d yeah and
1: i mean how cool was that last scene especially i thought the music they used there made that scene that's why i i told you guys texting i, I after that i rewound and watched that scene like five times <laughs> where it just showed him in that tank man and you know, what the way that Obi Wan says, Anakin, like he's like, you know, you woke him Anakin up. is still Anakin yeah. to him. You know, yeah, it's he's he's still he's still his brother. He's he's not this monster that he's become. So it'll be very interesting as this show goes on for him to see him and just be like, oh my god, that's you,
2: like crazy. Hold on, I'm ordering uh, coffee from Star or from McDonald's.
0: Okay, well you can put it on mute. I don't need to know your order. <laughs> Um,
1: we're following but, Joey's morning, like uh, yeah. like Kenobi's morning, you know. That's right. That's going right. around
3: doing his thing, you know. So, I, so I what do you think they were cringers, butchering yeah. in the first episode? I, well, I thought it was a Purgle. Isn't that kind of look, look space like
0: one? And, yeah. and aren't per- I asked before you got on, Alfie? When Bale said he was chase going to chase Purgles. Purgles are the whales, space whales, correct? Yeah. So he was the thing that took Ezra and Thrawn was a Purgle, correct? right and so here's bale mentioning it they're cutting them up on tatooine and that's what's in rebels at least in my brain that's how it all works that Um, was the closest
3: thing i could come up with
0: i thought it was wild my wife was like what are they cutting up i was like it's a creature that they're getting the meat from and that's how they do it and she was like oh gross
2: it looked pretty good i mean (laughs) throw that thing on a black stone and we're talking talking some good (laughs) snacks (laughs) <laughs> He's gotta get um, well, caught we're, we're, making that side oh, at one point, right? The uh the Darth, I mean, yeah, we're already there, but like uh the the, the Darth Vader, it I got me so hyped for multiple reasons. I was the same as D Doc. I watched it back probably four times at just that last part, trying to dissect every little thing I could from Vader, but I was like, wow, we're I mean, what a dream. We're really gonna see.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Vader in, in live action and, and like just all the tumultuousness that that he's going through and how evil he looked and messed up I was like holy smokes man I just I thought back on like the second or third time that I watched it I was just like looking at him but then thinking back to little Annie when he's nine mm-hmm. and, and 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 Attack of the Clones when he's you know 18 19 or whatever and I'm like wow that's a that's crazy. That it's the same guy and we're seeing it. I mean, I was just absolutely blown away, man. You could feel you could feel the evil coming. I was ready.
0: Okay. So, we have, we made it through all of it. I know Alfie missed some of it, Joey missed some of it, but <clears throat> we covered both episodes. We hit a little bit of everything. As as I'm looking at it, I'll say this. Being okay. one of my top 2 favorite characters and knowing that I've seen Obi-Wan Kenobi since 1977, thoroughly impressed really enjoyed it while there might have been a tv show effect every now and then with leia or whatever i would say overall with the scenes and the different things cinematic beautifully done deep thinking um really took you to the core of where obi-wan was and the universe was in this uh, in these two episodes and i can't wait for it the only thing i wish is like alfie said if all these characters were already sitting on the shelves at target so I'll go around. I'll, Alfie, I'll start with you. Is there anything that you wanted to hit on? And maybe we discussed, but you go to the book of Alfie on it. Anything you, Joey, or D-Doc wanted to hit on this before, before we um, shut it down?
3: I just really liked the show. And I apologize because I was busy at work and I'm not prepared. But no, I really have so little complaints. I th- thought it was beautifully shot. The writing is really good. So far, the story is really good, and I can't wait to see where it goes with this. And uh, really excited to see where they are going on the transport ship. I think you know mm-hmm. that's going to be something really important. And like I've said before, I think in this series you're going to see, you know, why Obi Wan had that sadness to his voice when he said vader helped hunt down the jedi okay Um, and i'm just really excited for it i can't wait
0: okay and anything we missed this week i will tell you this you're going to do a show next week with nick leading the way wednesday night after episode three of it nick will be the host so we can bring up things we missed from episode one and two so that's not a problem We're, we're just doing a touch base on everything uh joey i'll let you go next Thoughts recapping episode one and two, anything we missed or anything you thought stood out that we didn't hit? Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I guess just reminding myself and, and all the fans and viewers out there, you know, it's like what Obi-Wan always said to Anakin, patience, patience, (laughs) right? I mean, you, you, you can't just expect the the best cinematic Star Wars thing ever made in the first 20 minutes of the first uh, episode of the show. Um, I'm excited to go back and watch them uh, back-to-back again because it's been a long month, long week for me out here. So I've been kind of piecing everything together. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, I, I think that we're, we're only scratching the surface, literally, of what's to come in this show. And uh, I think the last four are going to be well worth the wait.
0: And while you say that and before D-Doc hops in, Ewan McGregor is on record now of saying he liked it so much he would do a second season. So that's crazy to think about. Um, oh, he did say that? Yeah. He came wow, out and said good. it was enjoyable, and if, if it made sense, he would look to do a second season. I'm guessing his hair would be white in the next season, but yeah, that's one of the maybe. questions Laurie had. How can he look this young, and nine years later, he looks that old? And so, as that's Tatooine. Tatooine. There we go. He's
3: not a native. <clears throat> hard, a harsh hard, environment. Living. Yeah. hard living. Hard living. Man, if, I'm sorry to jump in, but if there's a second season, could we get that fight with Black Kersantan? Like in the in the comics, so when I read that, you know that little blurb from him, I thought, "Oh man, that would be something else to show how he got that scar." I
0: I have not read the comics, so I'll take your word for it. But it would be awesome. It would tie things together for sure. You haven't read that comic? Oh, uh, you got to read that one. That's a good one. <laughs> the Book of Alfie, folks. Um, <laughs> D doc.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, like Joey said, I'm, I'm just having uh, patience. I mean, there was a lot of stuff we enjoyed. I mean, I thought the most Kenobi moment in the whole first two episodes was when he threw that spice down in that room. I forget the one-liner that he had before he did that. But, you know, that was my moment where I'm just like, this is so cool that he's back. I'm excited for it. I hope when he sees Vader for the first time, there's a little bit of dialogue back and forth of, you know, a little bit of like you know why do like you're the reason this happened to me like you know a little bit of uh, arguing before uh, things go down so I mean there's so many places
0: it can go I'm just excited about it so D Doc I will say he says everyone bleeds that's his line because <clears throat> Flea said I didn't know Jedi's could bleed well if anything before he used the Force to save Leia we all saw that it hurt him to punch people hurt him to get punched (laughs) he started bleeding from his nose when he got hit so i think we're seeing that transition from uh fallible uh just regular guy ben to him having to bring back his jedi toughness skills agility tools everything that he has for these next four episodes um that's just my opinion but Closing thoughts, and then we'll head out. Anybody just want to say anything before we we break? Because we we covered it all. It was short, but it was our first ever breakfast with uh, our bagels with Ben. And uh, I actually had bagels in honor of it this morning. Anybody, real quick before we we close out, I'll give everybody a final word if they want it. Nope. I'm good. I'm all all clear. Okay. Joey, it's been great. Joey's been traveling the whole show, so this has been great. And Alfie, (laughs) I don't know if you're traveling or if it's parked, but... I'm just fun. parked. Okay. Um, so I went through everything before you guys got on. Everybody knows how to get us. Really, the easiest way is at Rule of the Galaxy on tw- SW on Twitter. The rest of them, track us down. We're all over the place. Uh, but, but this is an extra show, a fun show. We all enjoyed uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show. We're, we're going to have a regular show again on, I think, Wednesday night after the show, after everybody watches the show. So we'll be prepared for episode three. Um, Thank you to D-Doc. Thank you to Alfie for breaking away from work. Thanks for Joey for taking us on the road today. Enjoy your Long's Donuts. Um, For me, thanks to Strange Brew for providing me with my vanilla latte with oat milk. And we'll be back Wednesday with another show. And until then, may the force be with you.